According to Business Insider, the story of Wojtek, the 440-pound bear that fought the Nazis in World War II, is being made into a movie. Wojtek was bought as a cub by Polish soldiers while they were in Iran and eventually became a part of what would become the Polish II Corps 22nd Artillery Supply Company in 1942. Wojtek traveled with the soldiers around Egypt and Iraq. Wojciech Nabryski, a Polish soldier who spent three years alongside Wojtek during the war, said he was like a child, like a small dog. The movie about Wojtek is going to be an animated feature created by animator Leon Harvey, who is known for his work in British children's television. Hello, and welcome to yet another episode of... And, and Rich is already laughing. A Lions <laughs> Led by Donkeys podcast. Uh, so the first time ever... Uh, on our lovely show here, as every as everybody knows, I'm Joe. With me is Rich and Nick. Hey guys! Yay! Yeah, <laughs> I, I managed to get all. You three forgot of us. when I was coming. I did not think you were coming over. Like literally, like five times, Joe forgot when Nick was coming back, and he was like, "You have to record with me. You have to record with me." I was like, "Nick will be back by then." I just always <laughs> assume he's never coming back. I don't, so. Our show, like Jesus Christ, baby. <laughs> that means I have to kill you first. Uh, Coming soon to a podcast near you. Are you Judas? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Gotta get those pieces of gold, baby. Uh, so, um, our show does not have a wonderful reputation on not covering things that are just horribly depressing and awful. Uh, I guess it's our it's our brand. It's what we do, um, but. Like I know, Rich, you've been on some some of the worst ones. I think Nick has definitely been on the worst ones. Though maybe that maybe the the title of being the co-host for the worst episode ever might go to Riley Dosh because she had to like talk about war crimes with me for almost two hours. I've heard that I get a little bit shrill. You just get upset. You're you're definitely the most unflappable of the group. I've never seen you flap. <laughs> what, is, what does that even mean? <laughs> like a bird. Yeah, you're just unflappable. Yeah. Uh, I'm like a bird. <laughs> uh, because I I have gotten so upset that I screamed uh, so loud that Nate has told me to shut up. Uh, when I was doing an episode with Travis, I threatened to show an old man my asshole. Uh, <laughs> I don't have, I'm, I'm not good under stress, is what I'm saying. But we cover some dark shit. I can't make Catholic jokes. <laughs> No, you can't make specific Catholic jokes, you Nick. You can't make like any jokes, Nick, because you always say it's bad words. It's my experience. <laughs> I was Catholic too. Uh, we, so it's different for little boys. We cover, we cover bad stuff. Um, uh, you know, we've covered genocide. We've covered you know, the Liberian Civil War. Need I say more about that? Uh, we just covered the Kent State Massacre. Uh, Rich is with me when we covered a literal vampire. What is this episode about? And we're getting there. <laughs> Uh, so I, I decided that um, we would do an episode that's completely unlike us. Uh, it is going to be happy. And all right, some people are still going to die because it's war. But Aww. like, oh, I was but, about to leave. But, but cute, fuzzy <laughs> animals, y'all. Puppies. Puppies. Actually, two of, <laughs> two of the three things we're going to talk about are puppies. Wait, two of the three. I, I was promised all puppies today. Uh, bears are also pu- They're like forest puppies. <gasps> The bear that fought in the German German? No, we would not be talking no. about Nazi bears. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. If you're talking about the field artillery bear, we're getting there. We are getting there. So my dog is a forest puppy. 
Yeah, I would like to think she is. I would like to think that you know we we talk about a lot of awful shit. So I've kind of become um, like an alcoholic, emotionally abusive history teacher for our audience. So I like to lighten things up a bit. Uh, and you know, maybe at the end of this episode. Oh, and none of these animals die horribly, gruesome deaths. I need to, which is great. I normally don't get to say that. Did they die regular deaths? Because I don't want to hear about that either. Well, they're not immortal, unfortunately. We are not talking about the Highlander of dogs. Just um, don't talk about them dying, Joe. <laughs> uh, I just want He-Man's battle cat. Is that in this episode? Uh, it turns out that that didn't really happen. Um, and I know uh, from the wonderful public schools we went to, there's a good chance we may have learned about He-Man and his battle cat fighting in the War of Southern Aggression. Or Northern Aggression. Sorry, Texas. Um <laughs> Yeah, I so, uh, unfortunately no. Uh, but so we're still breaking hearts today, is what you're saying? Not really. Everybody, everybody dies a normal death, except some of the people the animals kill. But they're bad, <laughs> so it's fine. Um, so for people who are not aware, animals have been accompanying humans into battle and playing an integral part in military life ever since people managed to domesticate animals for any purpose, whether it be you know logistic pack animals and obviously war dogs. Um, uh, yeah. Elephants. Well, yeah. Um, and, you know, as, as soon as anybody figured out like stabbing someone while riding on top of a horse is better than stabbing someone on foot, you know, uh, the the links have been together. And we have worked with animals in the military. I know I've worked with military working dogs. That was my favorite part about being deployed. Whenever the working dogs would come out and go on patrol with us, yeah, they were so sweet. And there's even like also some of them are not sweet, but they were no, still cute no. to uh, look we, at. We had one in the shower stall that we lived in, uh, which <laughs> for people who haven't read the book, I'm not going to go into it very, but we lived in a shower stall, but uh, the the dog slept in the hallway outside of it, right in front of all of our doors. Between us and the doorway to get to the bathroom. So if you had, and the dog would just try to attack anybody <laughs> who walked past it. So you had to pee in bottles that night. One also, of my girls butt- can't pee in bottles. No, they can't. You can pee in anything if you're brave enough. That's very true. One of my buddies... Definitely had his tricep ripped off from one of them. <laughs> That's not unheard of. Um, so. You know, and hey, there's military working dolphins now in the Navy. Uh, they find landmines Spy or whales. sea mines. Landmines would be kind of difficult. <laughs> it'd be like the episode <laughs> of the, <laughs> like for the episode of The Simpsons where the <laughs> dolphins come on land. Oh They're fucking God. just up top. <laughs> but you know, they, and no, they don't find sea mines by running into them. <laughs> They're not kamikazes. Um, recently in the news, I believe it was last week, um, it was Norway or Finland or something found a fucking yeah. spy whale that, that had like a harness. Oh, yeah. From and Russia, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A fucking defector. <laughs> and then it didn't want to leave, so they became friends. Yeah, there was a defector. What a I want to be friends with a whale? A Russian spy whale? Cool. Like, I'll be friends with you still. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I was to befriend any whale, it would definitely be a, a Russian defector whale, I suppose, <laughs> is a sentence I never thought I'd say. Um now, uh, some people might be a little shocked to talk about war dogs um, and not just like canine handler dogs. These aren't dogs that were necessarily friendly to pretty much anyway. Think more like the dogs from Game of Thrones where they were just like beaten and mistreated and hungry. Um, like Ramsey's dogs? Yeah. You have to be specific because the dire wolves were very friendly. Those are wolves, not dogs. There's a difference. First of all. Semantics. Um, <laughs> uh, man's best friend has been shoulder to shoulder with humans in battle for at least as far back as the Roman Empire and organized formations. Uh, now, which is really fun to think about. Uh, like, imagine if legionnaire, 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 dog, legionnaire. Like, <laughs> Does the dog have a shield? 
Uh, they did have armor. Yes. <laughs> that is fucking awesome. But, you know, probably even further back than that, um, Marcus Aurelius had a special breed of Molossian dogs trained specifically for formation-based warfare. They would wear armor with spiked metal collars and would be put in their own formation. Uh, I bitch when the other fucking, and the, when the enemy throws a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Aurelius like, Blast! I didn't think of that. <laughs> that's, that's why the war cats didn't work out. So that's why somebody invented the fucking laser pointer. <laughs> as soon as somebody has a cut of meat, they're just like done. And there was even like, uh, there was sketches I found of like old historical supposed good sources of like war rhinos with armor. But I need to that's express here. skin. I, f- I saw no legitimate proof that this is ever used, but I fucking hope it was. <laughs> Um, I want a war rhino. Great Danes were weaponized in England during the Middle Ages, where their huge size was enough to scare off horses. Uh, Ramsay the but they have big hearts. Uh, they do now. Uh, Ramsay the Second of Egypt had an actual pet lion that fought alongside him at the Battle of Kamdesh. So it turns out, like that later season of The Walking Dead, where things get really <laughs> fucking stupid, wasn't exactly as ridiculous as we all thought it was. It's That's still- when I stopped watching. Was when uh. Ezekiel's lion died. It still sucked, but I mean, also historically based. Um, um, also, there was a fucking lion. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, there's a lion. Uh, but then they killed Georgia. it in the worst way possible, so fuck you. I mean, The Walking Dead sucked way before that, but it's an underline. Mm, I want to say something, but I'm not going to say it. Let <laughs> <laughs> me well, guess my mom sucked. <laughs> my mom sucked. You, you can, can say, say that. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom is a nice lady. Yeah, yeah that's what I fucking thought. My <laughs> Karen your mom listen? is a saint. Does your mom listen to this? My mom doesn't even know how to fucking email people. <laughs> Do you think, think she knows what a podcast is? I don't think she knows what a podcast exactly, is. So. <laughs> no, but she, I'm still not going to say that because She thinks rude. I have a radio show. I'm not going to break her heart. <laughs> nice. I'm going to let her think I'm a successful person. Um, so, uh, and, I'm, and, and because uh, the topic of our episode is happy, I am going to skip right on past the pain of talking about Soviet tank dogs. Oh, no. no. <laughs> We're not going to talk about those. Rich, have you ever heard of tank dogs? Nope. And Good. I don't you think don't I want to. You're not going to learn about based, it today. Just based on the looks on both of your faces, no thank you. And so it turned out the Soviets trained uh, a tank full of dogs. And so you're going to tell me anyways. Yeah, I'm going to tell you a lie uh, because it's really <laughs> cute to think of a, of a T-34 just full of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, they drove the tanks yep they sure did <laughs> what good puppers I know they were great uh, and nothing bad happened to them um, loyal communist dogs each and every one uh, so <laughs> instead of talking about all these ways that dogs were used in war uh, throughout history uh, we're going to talk about individual animals who make every human soldier around them look like shit and also us they're all better soldiers than us. I feel like I need to point that out. Which isn't saying much when it comes to me or Nick. Us as in no, you yeah. and I or us as in the U.S. overall? Yes. Okay. Both. All of, the, all of the above. Got it. Everything. And nothing. Check no. Raj. Oh, damn. <laughs> fucking hate you. Uh, <laughs> the first we will talk about is a very good boy named Stubby, uh, who is sometimes known as Sergeant Stubby. Oh, though. Did bummer. he have a stubby tail? Uh, he was a stubby dog in general. He was just stubby everywhere. <laughs> yeah. uh, I need to point out that unlike, I, and this is true, 
Unlike the other two entries on this three-entry list, Stubby was not officially a member of the United States Army. Did he not get his pension? Unfortunately, he did not. I, but he was taken care of really well. Uh, so Stubby was born sometime around 1916 as a stray. Nobody's entirely sure what his breed was, but it's generally thought to be a mix of Bull Terrier or Boston Terrier. Uh, to me, he looks like a Boston Terrier, just a little different because this is probably before everybody was inbreeding them to, and they couldn't breathe and their eyes would randomly pop out of their fucking sockets. <laughs> My grandma's dog did that. I know. It's fucking gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. One of the guys I worked out with in Texas had a Boston Terrier and his eye would randomly prolapse. Ugh. Fucking gross. But... Thankfully, Stubby got in at, at like at entry level being a Boston Terrier, and he was just a homeless dog, which is better than being any of those. Um, at the time, the Boston Terrier was kind of a new thing, it was a new breed, so nobody really had quite worked out uh, what they were supposed to be. Uh, but I'm, we're going to call him Boston Terrier. Not that any of this is important. Uh, anyway, little Stubby was found wandering the grounds of Yale University in 1917, where members of the 102nd Infantry Regiment were training in preparation for deployment to the Western Front of World War I. Uh, just imagine how different the world is for this random infantry units drilling trench warfare in the front yard of an Ivy League college. Because <laughs> that, that's what happened. Uh, as soldiers tend to do when they're around stray dogs, they begin to feed Stubby and befriend him. I have done this to multiple dogs, both overseas. Um, I did too, but they were all murdered by our chain of command. That's because Fuck mon- all of you, 411th MP. <laughs> that's because they're monsters. Um, and, and I'm sure Nick has befriended random dogs. Stray dogs anywhere. Yeah. That look really cute. <laughs> it's weird. They just flock to him. Like... <laughs> Out of the alleys, going to Nick Seattle. Nick kind of is a stray. It's solidarity. Yeah, they they come out of the alleys. We stick together, <laughs> and it's it's my thing. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Maybe it's the smell. <laughs> yeah, hard work, <laughs> wanting to belong. <laughs> I was gonna go with Axe body spray. But, no, I don't, uh, I, don't, I don't have Axe. <laughs> uh, Old Spice. Old Spice. Uh, old Spice. You I've, have Old Spice, you fuck. I do have Old Spice. I've been using the same deodorant. We smell the same. Years old. <laughs> um, I have no idea why, but literally uh, everywhere I've been deployed, um, every soldier tries to befriend dogs. It's like, you know, you had a dog back home. Uh, soldiers need friends, and you're you're. Everybody likes to think that the soldiers they serve alongside them are their best friends they'll ever have, but you probably hate the vast majority of them. Dogs small, will hate you. Small dose of humanity in the middle of a war zone. Yeah. Well, this is Yale, so, you know, preparation, okay. whatever. Or college. We need safe spaces there, right? Yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, on the few occasions where dogs have lived with us, even those against the rules uh, and against all regulations of field sanitation, so most commanders look a blind eye because they kind of understand the morale benefit of having a dog around. Um, during a, my last deployment to Afghanistan, one of the dogs that followed us around um, at night and would bark when everybody got near our patrols, which is pretty fucking helpful when you're trying to sneak around through the bushes. Um, and someone ended up bringing it home, which is really cool. But uh, like soldiers tend to do. Cujo now lives in Colorado with his best friend, Annabelle. And I would like to hope he still chases random Taliban in the middle of the night. Um, <laughs> noted hotbed for Taliban. Colorado. Uh, uh, like most soldiers tend to do, Corporal Robert Conroy developed a friendship with the little dog and decided he didn't want to leave him to wander the streets of Connecticut. Uh, so Conroy hid the small dog under his overcoat and smuggled him aboard the SS Minnesota for the How? Lake. 
shoved it under there. (laughs) Okay. It's not like they had to go through customs. It's 1916. (laughs) I'm sure he didn't really have to hide him. Nobody gave a shit. Well, I'm pretty sure they're like, is that a dog? You have to think his company commander may have not cared, but he's being packed aboard a ship with literally thousands of other people. There's other officers who would have cared. Um, I'm sure they all smelled like dog. They all probably smell terrible from wool, <laughs> sweating. <laughs> Smells like shit um, all the time. And he he tried to keep the dog uh, secret for the le- trip of the of, of to France, but he did not succeed at all. I did that often when I was a kid. Snuck pets into my home to keep them hidden from my parents. It never works out. Oh yeah, I tried that too. I I lasted about as long as Conroy did because um, within the first like forty eight hours, they were doing like an accountability formation. And Stubby just started barking his fucking ass off <laughs> like a little snitch. Um, but when Kyroy's commit, like the commanding officer of his um, like regimental commander, not his company commander, found him, um, he did exactly as he was a tra- as Stubby did exactly as he was trained to do, which what Conroy trained him to do: was sit down and salute him. <laughs> nice. What a good fucking boy. The commander thought it was so fucking adorable he just let the little dog stay. Um, unfortunately for Stubby, he was not going to a good home. He was going to the western front of one of the most violent wars in human history. Uh, Stubby, it turns out, would take to the re- relentless brutality of trench warfare better than pretty much every soldier around him. Um, Stubby would tour the line going from soldier to soldier and raising morale when he saw them getting sad. <laughs> This is in the middle of gas and artillery attacks. Stubby had no fucks to give. Did he have a gas mask? I'll get to that part. Oh, no. Um, He would sit through barrages and air attacks and gas attacks. Uh, He would actually hear the artillery before soldiers would as well, because, you know, dog's hearing is better. At least before he sits through numerous artillery barrages, he would hear the guns go off and bark. Uh, Unfortunately, he would bark at everything. So, like, nobody was really sure <laughs> if somebody was breaking into the, the trench, like, raiding it, or they're going to get gassed, or they're going to get sh- It's like when a dog barks just in the middle of the night, but nobody's actually like, what the fuck did you hear? You're just barking. I'm getting my gun, but I don't so know you what you're barking. you do a whole at. parameter check with yeah. your weapon, and yeah. there's nothing there. I'm not saying I did this last month. I'm just saying it happens. Um, and another thing that he would do is... Um, uh, at night, when uh, you know they had night raids and trenches, is a big thing. Um, Stubby would stay awake all night and bark whenever Germans got close to the trench. So Germans would learn to stay away from the trench line where Stubby was stationed. Also, I don't know fucking why other members of the United States Army were like, man, dogs are a really good idea. Let's get more dogs because they fucking didn't. <laughs> I'm I'm sure somebody's gonna prove wrong. Like, no, this unit totally had dogs. Whatever, fuck you. I don't care. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I. I'm just saying, like... We're talking about Stubby here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, felt, I feel like they should, like, all right, go around, get all the Boston Terriers in Yale. We need them all in France. Um, I imagine oh, just a whole unit of dogs in one trench. All, all led by a not-inbred German shepherd. Yeah. Yeah. They would have stolen Stubby's valor. valor. Oh, my God, what just happened to my mouth? <laughs> that's, that's what she said. Ha-ha! <laughs> Ah, consider yourself <laughs> flapped, man. You're no longer unflappable. Ha-ha. <laughs> Have at you. Uh, Stubby, however, was not immune to the effects of war. He was once blinded in a gas attack, but recovered quickly, and was soon fitted with his own tiny gas mask. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see What does Stubby it look like? I couldn't find pictures of it. 
no. Horse shit. But it is noted in his official biography. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Uh, that's right. Stubby. Do you have his war diaries? Uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm, if he was a seal, he'd already have a movie. Actually, he does have a movie. It's animated <laughs> yeah. and it looks really cute. Is it? What, what's it called? It's called Sergeant Stubby. <laughs> I think, oh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, which I'm, I'm going to assume leaves out the blinding gas attack portion. It definitely does. <laughs> uh, in another occasion, he was wounded by a German hand grenade. Uh, but... Before the war was over, he would be awarded two wound stripes, uh, as Purple Hearts did not exist for animals quite yet. They do now, though. Leave it to fucking army regulation to be like, you're a dog, you can't have Purple Heart. Like, just give him a fucking Purple Heart. Jesus Christ. Stubby did so much shit, they had to invent medals for him. But, like, not the <laughs> army. That's, like, the Humane Society. Uh, during the American offensive into the Argonne Forest, Stubby found a German scout hiding and attacked him, pinning him down by the seat of his pants until a human showed up to to uh, apprehend him. Which, this is a fucking Boston Terrier. How shitty yeah, were Germans? So like, okay, I give up. I give up, small animal. Like, how did this war go on for so long if a Boston Terrier could pin down a German soldier? Maybe he pinned him down with his cuteness. He was like, I will sit here and lick you. For hours. <laughs> he's just rolling around giggling. <laughs> yeah, he's just rolling around giggling with a okay. Boston Okay, run. I, I would be the scout that get captured that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you distracted me. I would definitely be that guy. Uh, before Stubby was brought back to the United States, uh, he, which was much of the same way he got there via smuggling, he'd end up fighting in 17 different battles. He was awarded the Gold Hero Dog Medal by the General of All U.S. Forces in Europe, General Blackjack Pershing. In person, and there's pictures of it, and it looks hilarious. That is fucking awesome. What like does it, his medal look like? Uh, it just it looks like a little small medal. You can't really tell. It's a black oh, and white photo. Can we see the pictures? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can uh, pull them up right now on your phone. Just look up. Uh, I don't bring my phone. I left my phone downstairs. You guys are both not good at this. <laughs> just as good as I am by not having pictures of this ready. I didn't want to destroy your sound, Joe. Uh, if you didn't want to destroy my sound, you would have never been on my show in the first place. Whoa. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> take it back. Not Joe's sound. I get, I get a little abusive. Um, Nate is going to get pissed. <laughs> he always is. Nate is like the friend of an alcoholic to the podcast where he just keeps telling his friends, I swear he's, he's going to do it right this time. <laughs> and then I don't. I never do. Poor Nate. I'm sorry, Nate. We love you. <laughs> never learn. <laughs> uh, but... Blackjack Pershing is uh, a, a rather tall man for his day, probably about six foot. So he, they have uh, a Boston Terrier on a very high platform so he can award him a medal. <laughs> uh, once back in the States, Stubby became a celebrity. He would lead marches of the American Legion, which, so let's go on record here say the American Legion sucks. And we've been on record on this show multiple times t- saying how bad they suck. In this one occasion, they're okay. They're okay in this one occasion. Uh, he actually ended up following his master Conroy to college uh, where uh, he studied law. Conroy, not the dog. Was it at Yale? No. Oh, okay. Uh, That'd be great if it went full circle. It was at Georgetown University, which, if you think in your head, a Georgetown Hoyas, what is their mascot? It's fucking Stubby. Yeah, it's a Boston Terrier. It's Stubby. It's like legit Stubby? Yes. Oh. It's Sergeant Stubby. (gasps) That's right. Now you have one good reason to like Georgetown law. Congratulations, everybody. 
and uh, so Stubby died in 1926, and he was remembered as a hero by survivors of his unit. And is a and the obituary in the New York Times is an entire page long. What a good boy! Did you just say what a good boy over and over again? Uh, oh, look, <laughs> look at your face. Uh, I, I've had bylines in worst articles. Fuck it. I would do that. Uh, so this brings us to our next dog, uh, who also saw action this time in World War II, but at sea. Also, I have to point out, I had no idea this dog uh, even existed until somebody in the Discord told me about it. So I'm not going to drop names, but thank you for doing that. Fuck, I need to get back on the Discord. Everybody needs to get back on the Discord. By the way, a $1 donation will get you access to the Discord. What is a Discord? Well, I'm not going into this again with you, Rich. <laughs> I had to mute my Discord while I was out in the field. <laughs> no, I have to do that like every day. Cause like, it's, it's like fucking it's, Thunderdome. It's it never stops. Awesome. It's, it's great. Yeah, but I got to get it back because I've been back for like a day or two. Um, so this is Sinbad, the Coast Guard dog. What? Sinbad? <laughs> yes. Like, like. Sinbad? No. I'm, I'm more shocked I can now name one Coast Guard hero. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, is Sinbad the the person actually a dog? Is that why they can't find that Shazam movie? What? I'm lost. Continue. Just continue. There is also a movie called Sinbad. Also a comedian named Sinbad. Yes. None of them have to do with the dog. Though the dog Wait. stand-up is probably better than the guys. I'm sorry. This is probably going to make me sound really stupid, but the movie Sinbad is not with the comedian Sinbad in it. No, Sinbad <laughs> is the Sin- Sinbad's name as a stand-up comedian. No, but Sinbad. I thought he was the reason why there was a movie called Sinbad. No, there's a pirate. Oh my God. Yeah, you suck at this. <laughs> Just find all your shit. This is fucking awesome. <laughs> put, it, pull it all in a, put it all in a box. Get your shit together. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Um, I don't so, know if I can at this point. So nobody is really sure of when or where Sinbad was, the dog was born, not the comedian or the pirate. Um, but we do know it, it is a Coast Guardsman named Blackie Rother. Yeah, that was his, that was his name. <laughs> uh, who served aboard a Coast Guard ship uh, named the George W. Campbell, found the dog in the street and intended to give the little pup to his girlfriend. Unfortunately, she could not take him because uh, even back then, her apartment refused to allow dogs. Anybody who's ever what lived the in, fuck? A, in a shitty fucking rental property can probably sympathize with. Ugh. Yeah. My boyfriend never tried to give me a puppy. It turns out landlords have always been fucking terrible. Uh, Rother brought the dog back with him on the ship. And, I've had a good landlord. And would just try <laughs> to find uh, somebody to take him. Um, but as most people board were like Rother himself and lived on the ship, nobody could take him. Uh, so while they're on shore leave, the crew decide to take little Sinbad out with them into town. Where <laughs> Let's get fucked up, Sinbad. You have no idea how right yes! you are. Yes. Uh, he would drink coffee and booze as well as eat cigarettes before running awesome. off and bang stray dogs. Oh, no. <laughs> Sinbad, no. Which makes him the most sailor this is fucking that he could possibly have. He had his fucking been. freedom cuffs on. Ready to go. Uh, for obvious reasons, the sailors quickly bonded with the dog and uh, did not want to leave him behind when they were ordered back out to sea. Okay, so I need to point out, I do not know if sailor is the proper verbiage for a Coast Guardsman, but I'm using Fuck. it. Sorry. Liberty cuffs. I'm, I'll ask my cousin. I'm using sailor. They're on a boat. They fucking sail. I'm using sailor. Coast Guardsman, I love you, but Coast Guardsman's just too long to say. Coast <laughs> dog. Coast so dog. 
Uh, Rother presented Sinbad to the ship's commander and said, Sinbad was clearly an able seaman and proof that he stayed up this all night drinking. This dog can drink you under the table, you bitch. <laughs> the proof was that Sinbad stayed up all night drinking with the men, fucking stray dogs, and then <laughs> woke up and pulled guard duty with the sailors on the ship. <laughs> hungover and hating life. Better than most soldiers that I deployed with. Just as hungover as everybody else. The commander, <laughs> acknowledging a good sailor when he saw one, agreed. <laughs> Sinbad was officially enlisted in the United States Coast Guard, complete with enlistment contract, which was signed to the paw print. Uh, he was issued his own Red Cross ID number, service record, Holy and bunk shit. assignment. This he was is even the best given, story I've ever fucking He was even heard. given an official pay rate of dog first class. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I hope that rank has a paw print on it. This is incredible. Uh, he That's did adorable. have a little uniform with a tiny sailor hat. This is awesome. <laughs> Uh, like I used to come up with stories when I when I used to fucking cosplay. Fuck you all. <laughs> and I used to bring my dog around, and he used to wear a little sailor hat and a little sailor jacket. It turns out your dog was stealing Sinbad's fucking valor, you bitch. Uh, first of all, it was the British, so you, uh, so it's it. valor with a U. You're still stealing it. It wasn't Sinbad's valor. It was somebody other some all other dog's, dogs valor. Steal Sinbad's valor is what I'm getting at. Sinbad is the coolest dog. To I didn't ever know exist. Sinbad until today. Well, that's your fault, not Sinbad's. Uh, like every other sailor, he, su- he soon fell into the routine uh, of shipboard life. He showed up for duty, he showed up at the chow hall, and would eat and sleep in whatever cot was open, and sometimes he would just cuddle up next to the other men, which I assume is like most boats. <laughs> no homo. See? You know what? Full homo. Who cares? Let it's him a li- dog. Let him live his life, man. I'm sure there's a shit ton of dudes at night. Come here, Sinbad, come here. Because I know I would be like, come on, buddy. Everybody wants Come on, buddy. Yeah, because then you could be like, yeah, Sinbad likes me. Go fuck yourself. He slept with me all night. (laughs) Two nights in a row. (laughs) I would totally be the guy who would would get treats to try to get the dog to sleep with me. (laughs) Definitely. You just have treats hidden in your pajamas. In your pockets like Napoleon Dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But like any good sailor, Sinbad truly thrived on shore leave. And mother of God, did Sinbad fucking Liberty Cuffs. Shore leave. Uh, During one of those spells of leave, Sinbad nearly caused an international incident. In 1940, as the world was falling into World War II, the Campbell was stationed in Greenland. As Denmark's, uh, which is, for people who aren't aware, controlled Greenland at the time, had been taken over by the Nazis. Uh, So the U.S. took over the job of defending Greenland. Greenland is a pretty sparse place with little resources. One thing it did have, though, was sheep. Sinbad, it turns out, really liked to chase some fucking sheep. Unfortunately, for the Greenlanders, Sinbad had been pent up on a ship for months, and he had enough energy to chase some of these sheep until they dropped dead from exhaustion. Which I don't even know how long that would Jesus. take. Maybe the sheep were out of shape. <laughs> they probably were. They probably um, weren't used to it. Farmers soon learned that the dog was terrorizing their herd, had come from the American ship, and sent an angry letter to the captain <laughs> demanding That's Sinbad like... be killed. Oh. The captain was never going to kill one of his own men. That seems dramatic. Simply restricted the poor pup on the ship for the rest of the time patrolling oh. the island. <laughs> just put him on the, the brig. <laughs> a little doggy brig. <laughs> it's just a kennel. <laughs> I never thought I'd have to say this to you, dog first class Sinbad, but go to bed. <laughs> Go to bed. You've been a bad boy. Where did the dog go to the bathroom? Was it on the deck anywhere? I was really curious about that too, and I because he's at do sea. not know. I won't. Like, maybe they had a special corner for him, and someone 
the lowest ranking dude in the ship and to pick it up and throw it overboard. Go pick it up, you bitch. <laughs> You're the dog shit guy. All they have to do is throw it over the side of the boat. Yeah. Maybe if someone just picked him up and held him overboard while I squeezed one off. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be terrified of that. So I can imagine how a dog would feel. Oh. Um, if you... somebody could pick me up, first of all. I just hold you over their shoulder until you poop over the... I could pick you up. Good on you. You're not even that big. I'm talking about straight out like that. Oh, yeah. Thanks, yeah. Nick. Now I'm picturing it. Are you but, shitting overboard? Yes. <laughs> we holding, can always take a ferry. Holding you at an L shape as you drop trow and poop into the ocean. <laughs> Somebody get the Nick Squire. I'll drop logs. <laughs> but you're quivering a little bit because you're scared. Yeah, a little bit because the water's kind of cold. <laughs> I mean, you are in fucking Greenland. Exactly. The L shape is the worst part of it, that. that it's hard on the abs. Thing. It's real hard on the abs. It's not it's that it's hard on the abs. It. It's just like scary. Well, over a ship or yeah, in like, general. No, she's just afraid of the letter L. That's that's a little <laughs> little known phobia. It's a Texas thing. Yeah, yeah. If the letter isn't in the word Texas, they're terrified of it. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> um. So the U.S. eventually gets sucked into World War II. Spoiler alert. Um. The Campbell and all the other Coast Guard cutters were transferred over to the U.S. Navy. Uh, soon, Sinbad was taking part in battle drills, and his much beloved shore le- leave was much shorter. Uh, there's a lot of pictures of Sinbad sitting adorably by cannons in his little sailor hat. Fucking adorable. If you don't provide me with pictures next time we do an episode like this, I'm never coming back. I did not bring visual uh, aids because this is an audio medium and also because I am a hack and a fraud. I also feel like there's not going to be a lot of episodes like this. I'm sitting here. This is a nice episode. There's actually enough animals to do several episodes and I had to cut it down to three. Well, we usually cover things that aren't the best. Uh, The last episode we did was college students being shot by National Guard. I'm sitting across from you. If you need to show me like a picture, for just pull of that. it fucking up on your laptop, Joe. Your mom's laptop. I still got to pick up my laptop from Best Buy. What? Why? Does nothing to do with anything. Why are you saying this? No, it just reminded me of it. Cut this out. This isn't a fucking notepad, Nick. No, it just reminded me of that. Thank you. Fuck. And you remind me why I'm pro-choice. <laughs> uh, it did not take. You're welcome. It did not take long for Sinbad and his boys to see action for the first time. February twenty second, nineteen forty three. The Campbell was protecting a convoy in the North Atlantic. A German submarine ambushed the convoy and sank a steamer. Uh, the Campbell responded uh, to try to save the crew, only to find out the steamer was bait. Once the Campbell was in the area, the submarine opened fire on them. The Campbell gave chase, forcing the sub to dive, uh, leading the Campbell to drop death charges for hours. Fuck. Sinbad remained on the deck the whole time. Yeah. Pups get balls. That dude's awesome. Uh, eventually, the Campbell, uh, while maneuvering the ship around, ran smack dab into the sub, which had the added benefit of destroying the sub, but also badly damaged the ship. Um, All that water. Uh, yeah, the turn, <laughs> turns out when a ship fills with water, it starts to sink. Yeah. Uh, the crew began to abandon um, the Campbell. Uh, like, they decided to come down to the just the people absolutely needed to operate the ship. Um, uh, whoever was not absolutely necessary. I'm not sure who that is on a ship. Uh, 
they're all transferred over to the Polish destroyer called the Burza. One of the sailors left on board was our boy Sinbad. Uh, no, Sinbad wasn't running around and plugging holes and bailing water, though that is, is would he a be morale? fucking adorable. Is he a morale guy? Well, he was good luck. Uh, since Sinbad had been aboard the ship, uh, nobody had ever been harmed on the crew. Um, and they, the crew believed him to be good luck. So as long as Sinbad was on board, the Campbell could not sink. And it turned out they were right. For his actions, Sinbad was promoted to chief dog and uh, continued his wartime service. Did they just make that up too? Yes. <laughs> Good job, Sinbad. Uh, Breaking fucking As feelings. much as other branches like to make fun of the Coast Guard, they did not make it a habit to officially enlist dogs. Breaking ceilings. <laughs> if, it's, if women have a glass ceiling, what do dogs have? Uh, bones? Kennel ceilings? Ken- kennel ceilings. They ceilings. break through kennel Breaking ceilings. Breaking through kennel ceilings. <laughs> Way to fucking go, Sinbad. Break through that kennel. Woke as fuck in this show. <laughs> uh, so he continued his wartime service aboard the camel for the rest of World War II. In 1943, Life magazine ran a story about the combat actions of Sinbad, describing him as, and this is true, quote, a Liberty Rum Chow Hound with a bit of bulldog, Doberman Pinscher, and whatnot, mostly whatnot, and, quote, an old sea dog who has his favorite bars and plenty of curls in every port. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is the most favorable thing I've ever heard about a Coast Guardsman. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, I'm full of Coast Guard jokes, and I think I have one person who's in the Coast Guard who listens to this show. My cousin's in the Coast Guard, but I don't think he listens I don't, to this show. Actually, no, I do know somebody in the Coast Guard. Never mind. I think that's really hard to think about. <laughs> by the three people we just mentioned, we know about 25% of the entire Coast Guard. <laughs> Good um, on us. As the ship was returned to the United States, the captain arranged for a huge party for the returning crew. And then the press learned about Sinbad. Way more people showed up to the party than the captain had originally intended. As dozens of photographers wanted up. poor Sinbad to pose for photos, he eventually got <laughs> sick of their shit and ran off into town. How do you- Sinbad, Sinbad. Uh, because he was not officially on shore leave, he was charged with being AWOL. What the what? fuck? <laughs> uh, Did they give him an Article 15? So in the Coast Guard and Navy, that's called a captain's mast. And he was brought before a captain's mast and demoted. Oh, no. What? Who? From chief dog back down to... Dog first class. What, <laughs> what do you lose? Does he lose an extra treat? He, he lost like, pay. He was getting paid. <laughs> what is he doing with the money? Did uh, he have a bank account? Uh, I assume direct deposit. Next question. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like I'm gonna go. <laughs> this is going to my direct deposit. You have any allotments? Did, <laughs> he, did he have fucking child support somewhere? I mean, with all the with all the strain she was getting, he had to have a couple litters out there, probably. And he had a Camaro Fuck, with like twenty six for twenty interest. kids. Their litters are fucking heavy. <laughs> he, had, he had a fucking Camaro, twenty six percent interest. Sinbad went hard on the fucking shore leave. This yeah. was not the only time Sinbad would be demoted. Thanks, yes. thanks to the Coasty fan who brought Sinbad to my attention. Uh, he gave me several reasons why Sinbad ran afoul of the regulation and was promptly demoted. And this is as follows. Being drunk on duty, going <laughs> <Yeah>. AWOL. 
<laughs> Which means, like, I, he wasn't drinking on his own. Like, someone is. <laughs> That's fucking odd. Yeah. Like, somebody has to pour How in this even shit. How that a dog is drunk on duty? Because uh, he was first so. First of all, what is his duty? Yeah, I was about to ask that. He's what, first is, dog. what does he do? He's dog first class. I don't fucking know. He's I a almost, good boy, Rich. Honestly. I don't know. Does he sit at a. No, he would sit up on guard duty with sailors all and night. And was he like leaning over and staggering? I'm assuming he just like shit all over himself. <laughs> yeah, he just vomited everywhere. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not done yet, by the way. Oh, Sinbad, you smell of whiskey. <laughs> Sinbad, you smell like shit. <laughs> um, going AWOL and missing duty while on shore leave. In Italy, after which he was arrested by shore patrol. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> How'd they arrest him? <laughs> I think at this point, they're like, get the Sinbad cuffs. <laughs> Put him on a leash. You know I didn't want to do this. <laughs> Randomly jumping overboard. <laughs> oh. Because he's a fucking dog. This is great. I- Sinbad's a fucking dog after my heart. <laughs> he's um, fucking awesome. After 11 years, Sinbad finally retired from sea service, which means Sinbad served longer in the military than I did. <laughs> <laughs> and Good my knees and back that. are shit, so I don't know how he felt. <laughs> well, he had four of them. He was, he was uh, tracks. Trans- <laughs> yeah, he had four backs. Knees, you fuck. <laughs> that that uh, the the dog with four backs is yeah. just what he, he called his shore backs. leave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I spun that right around. Uh, so after eleven years, he retired to a nearby boat station with a pay rate of K nine C or just- chief dog. He just can't get away from the ocean. Uh, Sinbad lived for another three years after being retired. He would hang out at a local bar called Kubel's. What a fucking retiree. (laughs) And stare out the window looking out into the sea. Did he have a veteran hat on too? He had had pins everywhere. No, no. You know what he didn't do? Wear a fucking grunt style shirt because Sinbad wouldn't do that. (laughs) Not my boy. Sinbad wouldn't do that. He totally had a fucking veteran hat with pins. But but he's like from World War II, so he's allowed to do it. Exactly. Everybody so he had from, it. Like anybody from after Vietnam who's wearing a pinned up veteran hat can fuck right off. So Fair. you need to stop wearing yours. I don't wear I don't even <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm personally offended, sir. Whoa, you Whoa. are flappable. First of all, <laughs> I'm very flappable. Oh, you haven't began to see the me The pins flap. way down the hat on you. <laughs> That's you need, just spot. need to take the hat. The only hat I have is a Detroit Tigers hat. The one slippery spot on your head. Sir, you have a lot of hats. None of them are veteran hats. The only shirt that I... The only shirt. The only hat that I wear. (laughs) You're so flustered. It's great. I hate you. (laughs) I love this. So so he ended up passing in December of 1951. He was buried with full honors at the base of the station's flagpole. He did a 21 gun salute? Yeah. That where a memorial awesome. stands to this day. Aww, where, so, where is this at? Uh, it's in Florida. So was this Fuck, before the comedians in bed? Jesus. <laughs> I'm not saying anything uh, regarding the stolen valor in bed. Uh, today, there's a new Coast Guard ship named the Campbell, uh, just like the Campbell that Sinbad served on. And there is a statue of Sinbad that stands in its chow hall, where it is someone's job every day to balance a rawhide bone at the end of Sinbad's <gasps> nose. I want that duty. Didn't you used to have to clean Patton's balls? Not just his balls, his everything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, so it's almost a, like that. As a so, statue of Patton, no, except so Patton was an asshole. Balls? He was an Tate asshole. As well. Yeah. Yeah. 
Patton taint, would probably call it an an ass neck. Taint, dip, dick, and balls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Why does the statue <laughs> have all of that? It was the horse. It was a, it, It's not <laughs> like Patton himself had right. a dick and balls. It was the horse. <laughs> yeah, why which is really it, weird. Which is it, why they had to make why they, why at, they made an anatomically correct Fort horse Irwin, statue. I have if, no fucking idea. If anybody's ever been to Fort Irwin, they know that the stallion is their big thing. Those things have giant dick and balls on them. Of Every course statue. They, do. they have to ride into battle, Nick. They need to have giant balls. Oh, all the way in fucking Death Valley, California, ride into battle. Yep. Yeah. So now I introduce you guys. This is great. To our last entry, and that is Wojtek the Bear. Wojtek? Wojtek. Like, the fuck does that mean? It's Polish. I don't know. I'm going to name my son <laughs> Wojtek. <laughs> Uh, in 1942, the newly created Polish Anders Army left the Soviet Union for Iran, uh, accompanied by thousands of Polish civilians who had been forcibly deported by the Soviet Union following the 1939 Soviet invasion of Poland. Once they had arrived in Hamadan, Iran, young Polish soldiers came across an Iranian boy who had a bear cub, uh, who happened to be orphaned when the cub's parents had been killed by hunters. So you're talking about hunters. the bear. What'd they do with the kid? <laughs> I'm assuming they fed him to the bear. Um... One lieutenant named, oh boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been a while. Do it. Fuck his name up. Anatole Tarnawicki. I can't Probably not tell. far you off. Fucked it I up. don't know. I can't tell. Uh, it bought the bear cub from the boy. Um, the bear lived in a Polish refugee camp for about three months. Uh, during that time, soldiers nursed the young bear with a bottle of condensed milk from a vodka bottle, which might be the most <laughs> Polish thing really, on yeah. earth. I don't think condensed milk has any nutrients at all. Well, I don't think they were fucking seasoned bear rearers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, I'm a baker. If condensed milk well, is what it is today, it's sugar and milk. Well, it, what would you feed a bear? Regular milk? I mean, Jesus. Would you, would you bear milk? Check? <laughs> bear no, milk? <laughs> they just don't need that much sugar when they're babies. What are we going to do with all this bear milk later on? <laughs> we better buy a bear. <laughs> Fight milk. <gasps> uh, so it was that time that they named him Wojtek, which means smiling warrior or he who enjoys war. <laughs> How do they know? <laughs> They're fucking Polish, you idiot. How do they know he likes war? Because he's a bear. Bear eats the bear kills. They got shit him as time. a cub. Just the a cub could have been. They knew his destiny. Friendly. Just a side note here. They're not fucking um, Jedi's. I named one of the puppies in Afghanistan Hondo, which also means war, and he was murdered by my unit. <sighs> Live by the war, die by the war. That's what I say. I don't say that often, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eventually, I've never the bear... heard you say that. Eventually, the bear was given to the 22nd Artillery Supply Company, and as all young bears do, quickly began to grow up. What? <laughs> uh, I would hope so. According to Dimitar Slogo, mother of God, <laughs> that's an awesome name too. I fucking love names, dude. One of the he was one of the soldiers whose job it was to take care of little little baby Wojtek. Oh, no. uh, he hey, would quote Slogo. He would, quote, accept lit cigarettes, take a puff, and then swallow them. He would drink from beer bottles, and then when it was empty, he would look down into the bottle to see where the rest of the beer was, which is fucking well, adorable. I would pay to see that circus act if circuses weren't so awful. You do that on the reg. 
Yeah, so, but I'm not a bear. It's not adorable when I do it. It's just a You're problem. also hairy. <laughs> like a bear. <laughs> Except for in one spot. Still not adorable. What? The top of your head. <laughs> I thought you meant I was only You're hairy bald. in one spot. You're bald. <laughs> I'm not all the way bald. <laughs> I'm bald adjacent. Uh, soldiers taught the bear how to pick up new recruits and dangle them in the air. How? Tricking them into thinking the 500-pound bear was going to eat them. I would not want to be the first one to be like, I'll fucking do it. Let's train them. I don't know how many Polish people they went through until they figured this out. Dangle me. I, like, I feel, That's I my like, fetish. This is a vaguely racist Polish joke. How many poles does it take to train a bear? That's the best fucking hazing I've ever heard of. No, that's peak hazing. You can't get past that. You're not even in the military at that point. You're just recruiting. Yeah. It's only introducing them. If you join the if you join the Polish army, you get to get dangled by a bear. <laughs> Fuck yeah. This is in every unit. <laughs> you get your own bear. Then once you get to the unit, go mop that floor. There's no, there's really, no bears. I'd be really yeah. fucking pissed if there was no bear. <laughs> Uh, as so, as the army was transferred to the Middle East, they ran into a bit of a problem. Uh, the British transport ship they were riding on was for soldiers only, not for some random half-ton bear. And army regulations strictly banned mascots. So the Polish army did the only logical thing and officially enlisted him into the army as a private. <laughs> which, much like Sinbad, he was given official serial number, uniform, and paybook. That's awesome. Yeah. Did he have a bank account? Where did all the money go? That's what I've been through. This animals all have direct deposit. Yes. I just no. I want to know what they spent their money on. You know how he looks into the bottle of beer to buy more beer. (laughs) The same reason why any soldier continues to reenlist, crippling alcohol addiction. (laughs) Uh, One uh, while in the Middle East, the poor bear needed all the water he could get. Uh, he would chase after oranges the soldiers would use for grenade practice, as well as break into the shower huts <laughs> and turn the water on. Uh, now, this is a problem because water was strictly rationed, and uh, the thirsty bear routinely created water shortages. But because he was a I feel fucking, like I'd still be okay with it. But because, uh, need I remind you, he's a fucking bear, he was allowed to do whatever the fuck he wanted. Exactly. <laughs> like, imagine, it's like, Woj Tech, no. Wojtek, you need to go go on the red carpet. Fuck off. I've got claws and teeth. I was going to listen to you, and then I realized I'm a bear. <laughs> it turns out private bears don't listen to chain of command all that well. And it was during the invasion of Italy that Wojtek fought in his first battle. The Polish Second Corps found themselves caught in a brutal battle of Monte Cassino in 1944. As the free Polish army fought for their lives in the ruins of Monte Cassino, Private Wojtek was not far behind. As the men of the 22nd Company ran ammunition to the artillery line, Wojtek decided to copy them. Uh, he watched the humans pick up crates of ammo and begin to carry them to the firing line. So the bear grabbed 100-pound crates of artillery shells by himself and followed after them, doing the job of four men at once, never oh dropping God. a single the, one of them. Wojtek, That's the cutest thing I've Wojtek, ever heard. That's a two-man carry. Put that down. <laughs> four, four men carry. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Uh, also terrifying because like it, it notes he never dropped a single one because like that's all you'd have to do <laughs> there'd be no more Woch tech. I want to <laughs> hug him so much right now. Uh, I want to wow. see him on like a like a tricycle. Uh, he wasn't a circus that's bear. That's disrespectful. Nick. He's a fucking warrior. Circus Nick. bears don't, are the shit. Don't fuck. I love you. Circus They're bears. horribly abused. You they really monster. are, but they look great. He just learned this on his own. 
for his actions at the Battle of Monte Cassino, Woj Tech was promoted to corporal, which is something we both have in common. <laughs> what did, who did he command? Uh, who did he corporal? <laughs> did he have a team? Imagine being like the new soldiers, like, here's your team leader. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just She's like, yelling at me. On. Just for all of you listeners out there who can't see what's going on in this room, Nick and Joe just literally made the exact same face and sound at the exact same time for Wojciech. Uh, I feel like we've really nailed this character. I'm not, I'm not a very good. I think we corporaled together. Yeah. And as a career corporal, I can tell you, Wojtek probably did as good a job corporal. as I did. I wasn't a career cor- corporal. I lost corporal so fucking fast. Um, this 22nd Artillery Supply Company also changed their official symbol to a picture of a bear carrying an artillery shell. That's fucking which awesome. Which it remains to this day. Also, if we have any Polish listeners, I don't know if we do. I know we have some in Denmark and stuff. Um, I'd absolutely love to get my hands on a fucking Wojtek pin. So if you're in the Polish army, hit me up, y'all. <laughs> Maybe we'll open up a P.O. box. Yeah. No, I'll just give them my home address. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, if you have a Woj Tech pen, I will give you my address so you can find me easily without problems. Um, as I do. Yeah. Anyway, uh, as, as the war, uh, after the war, Woj Tech was allowed to retire to Scotland's Edinburgh Zoo. Uh, during his time in the zoo, if he can't be contained. I mean, he couldn't be released back in the fucking wild. No, somebody be friends with him and keep him forever. Did they put an artillery piece in the zoo for him? <laughs> Just for <laughs> to transport <laughs> ammo? Uh, I'm still in the war. During his time in the zoo, if Wojciech heard anybody speaking Polish, he would rush up to the fence and frantically begin to wave. Oh, that's adorable. Holy shit. <laughs> Dozens of Polish soldiers from his unit made the journey to the oh, zoo to fuck. meet their old friend where they would toss him beer and cigarettes for old time's sake and hang out with him. This is the worst story you've ever told. There is more than one occasion of Polish soldiers just climbing over the fence and then hanging out with them as everybody watched in horror. What the fuck? <laughs> it gets like, so I'm coming, buddy. It's oh so God. like adorable, but it's also so probably the worst episode I've been on. I don't want him to be alone in a zoo. He was never alone. Uh, he was a local celebrity. I just uh, don't like him caged up. He was a frequent guest on BBC's children's show Blue oh. Peter. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, fuck it, he's pretty well trained. He's never killed anybody that he probably... I'm pretty sure he's not even trained. He just looked looked. Oh, Uh, we're transporting shells? Let's do it. I couldn't find any accounts of him, like, badly mauling people, but, yeah, it probably never happened. He didn't bear too hard, I guess. So, unfortunately, Wojtek died in December of 1963 at the age of 21 years old. Since his death, the warrior bear has been immortalized in dozens of statues, TV shows, movies, as well as one anime. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. What's it called? Uh, something to do with Panzer Girls. Yeah, never mind. Like, one of the characters wears the Wojtek pin. Oh. Which is pretty fucking cool. Um, so that's our happy episode. <laughs> what do you guys think? This was awesome. Yeah, it was fun to have everybody together, and... Also, happy stories. Next time, next time, let's do stories about dogs and bears that don't like die in history. They all eventually die. No, Rich. no, <laughs> they don't die. We've been ever. through this. No dog is the Highlander, and if it was, we have other things to worry about. I, I would like to worry about those things. 
I've had two Chewies in my life, so. You named one dog after the other? Yes. That's, That's horrible. Happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Um, so uh, for people who are unaware, we our one-year anniversary is coming up next month in June. Not exactly sure of the day. I just thought I registered the Twitter account in June of so last year. Could you also imagine that a year... Like last year, we were thinking of this really drunk, like, we should do a podcast. No, I literally never thought we'd make an episode. Like right now, last year, like yeah, yeah. one year ago today. Yeah. Uh, never in my Nick, life. Was that the time that you threw up all over? It was, actually. <laughs> so it's coming up again, and we're going to be doing it again. Yeah, it, no. It's tradition now. Oh, my God. Is it 30 Taco it's Weekend? 30 Taco Weekend. <gasps> So we have a tradition now where we go to the local gas station slash taco restaurant, which also has a drive-thru, and we all get 30 tacos and attempt to eat them. We and did also succeed. drink various amounts of alcohol, various types and amounts of alcohol. Hilarity does not ensue. It does um, not. There's just vomit everywhere. We had a good time. So uh, like, uh, like I said, our one-year anniversary is coming up, and we are going to do a Q&A um, about anything. History, not history, about the podcast about Nick's dick tattoo. Uh, we already got a question about that. So really? We will talk about your dick tattoo at a later date. Uh, who brought that up? I'm not going to be saying any names. Uh, but if you want to submit a question, you can email me at jjkasabian at gmail.com. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter at lions underscore by, or you can just tag me in whatever comment you have, and I'll see it. Um, the podcast that is. Um, I'm getting tagged in a lot of weird shit on my regular account, and I have to ignore a lot of it, otherwise I'll get banned. So, <laughs> um, Thank you so much for supporting the show. Uh, any kind of donation, whether it be $1, $3, $5, whatever, goes to getting new equipment, getting more books, which I am now drowning in. I'm getting Hopefully new- a new desk at some point instead nope. of this nasty-ass beer pong desk that we're Which I am right a champion now. on. I'm sorry. Never. So, <laughs> solidarity. Desk, desk I'm a, a champion on it. <laughs> God, talk much? Um, Sorry. For a dollar donation, you can get access to our Discord. You get access to all of our bonus content, and you get access to episodes before they come out, whether it be a couple of days or a week, uh, whichever happens first. Um, and also, there's new designs up on the Teespring store. Uh, thanks to Francis of the Hellboy Die podcast for helping me because I suck at Photoshop. Um, <laughs> so you can follow us at Lions underscore by. You can follow Nick at NickCastM1, which he never posts on That's anymore. That's me. Um, you can follow <laughs> me. I've been in the field, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me personally at JCast99. Uh, my book, Citizens of Earth, will be out by the time this episode drops. So uh, buy that so I can keep my lights on. Hey, guys, it's really good. Um, I finished reading it like yesterday. It's not bad, uh, I've been told. So uh, like you've probably read worse things and paid for them. Oh, Definitely. For sure. Yes. Um, so yeah, buy my book. I mean, if that's like the bar that we're holding the standard at, yeah, for sure. Uh, I learned a valuable lesson from my father, and that was aim low. <laughs> aim so low that if you fail... Nobody even yes. notices. Uh, but again, They'll stop to ask. Thank like, you. Just, no. Thank you so much for tuning in, uh, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Later.